Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Becca, and I am joined by, uh, joined by, sure, yeah. joined with. We are conjoined. I'm joined by my co-hosts Adam and Nicole. Hello. Hi. Hey, you guys! So glad to be back for another Monday hanging out. I hope that everyone out there listening had a most beautiful weekend. Hopefully, it's warming up. Well, it should be pretty warm by now. So anyway, just wanted to say a sweet Monday greeting. And today we are going to be talking about vacationing and plants. So what to do with your plants when you go out of town and everything like that. So we are all vaccinated at this point. Um, at, at the point that we're recording, we're not. Yeah. But I think at the point that this goes up, we will be fully vaxxed. I yeah. think so. How exciting is that? Oh, wait, no. Nicole, you and I are getting our vaxes on Wednesday Ooh, of this week. Well, I'm excited it's then. going up. I'm excited then. Okay. <laughs> so, like, freedom is, is within reaches um, very soon. Hopefully... Much of the United States is on the same track, um, anyway, and most other countries too. Um, I think that it, I think the United States has been really quick with the rollout, but yeah. I don't know about other countries necessarily. I'm kind of just staying in my lane here. But yeah. anyway, vacationing is going to be a thing, either this year or next. Fingers crossed. So we wanted to talk about you know what we've done in the past and how you can prepare yourself if you're leaving town anytime soon. Yeah. Because your plants need need that plan in place. Yes. Okay, so in lieu of ketchup, because, yeah, this is our second episode <laughs> we're recording in this sitting, so there's really not much to catch up on. But we wanted to, in the, in the theme of vacationing, we want to just briefly chat about some vacations that we've taken, maybe a special moment from a vacation that we've taken, because travel stories are the best stories. They so are. hopefully we'll be making some more. Um, but let's let's just review a fun travel story. So whoever wants to go first. I'm curious. Did either of you two like growing up, did you guys like go on family vacations a lot? I didn't. Okay. We did. You did. Yeah, which I'm realizing now was like a really big luxury. Um, I noticed it like when I'm talking with Dan about places that I've been and everything. He did a lot of road tripping around the U.S., um, which we did too. But we also would go to like Disney or Hawaii and stuff like that. We went on a cruise. So we, my family really had the ability to prioritize travel like that. That's, That's awesome. So great. So yeah, I was lucky. Yeah, we we did go on vacations every year. But I. I... I'm going to do air quotes on vacations because my family hails from Maryland. My mom and my dad were both born in Maryland. Mm -hmm. And so all of my family is there. 
like my extended mm-hmm. family. So we would drive from Nebraska to Maryland, which is 23 hours in a car straight wow. through oh my God. every summer. That is so that is so Midwest of you guys. I know. <laughs> and uh, my mom had a two-door Monte Carlo. Mind you, I'm six foot four, and I became <laughs> six foot four when I was like going through puberty. So I would say my junior and senior year in high school, I was six four, and we were still all piling into a two-door car. <laughs> And driving 23 hours to Maryland. But while I was there, I did get the luxury of seeing, like, Washington, D.C. I went to Hershey Park a few times. So, like, the Hershey factory, and they have a theme park there. It was so cool. But that's not my favorite vacation. I just wanted to ask if you guys, like, did that, you know, consistently, which... Mm-hmm. We nice. didn't. We only took one trip when I was a child. And I think it just had a lot to do with the fact that my dad worked in construction and he didn't get a lot of time off of work. Um, and they just weren't big travelers. But I do remember going on a family trip when I was like five. We went to Florida and my mom, bless her heart, and my dad rest his soul um (laughs) thought that i would rather see the ocean than go to disneyland well yeah yeah so they took me to the ocean instead of disneyland although i will say the pictures like i don't remember it because i was too young and that was their justification of not going to disney they were like you're not gonna remember it you know which they're probably honestly true they're probably right yeah so like looking at the pictures like my mom said i had the best time at the beach and we went to this like resort but but yeah so we only went on one trip but i feel like as a mom now and me and jay being parents like we really try to make it a priority to take the kids somewhere every year and i feel like we've been successful in doing that aside from well, even last year, even in 2020, we decided to take a road trip safely to Arizona. So we even made it happen then. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So would yeah that uh, like so what's your favorite vacation regard like not even saying like just family, but like I would say my 30th birthday in Puerto Rico was my favorite vacation I had. It was so beautiful so much fun it was like the perfect weather it didn't rain at all while we were there and i've been thinking about that recently and i actually said this in in a more recent youtube video that like i always said if if you know once travel opened back up like i wouldn't want to go back to puerto rico because we've been there so many times but now that i'm thinking Mm -hmm. about it it's a place i genuinely miss and like i think that's going to be where we go like i want to go back there yeah Mm-hmm. It's just one of those places where we, I think we've been there like four or five times and it's just, I don't know, it's just so, so beautiful. And I have not been there since I started collecting plants and any mm-hmm. of us that know Puerto Rico know they have an amazing rainforest. So I would just, oh, I would love to take like a rainforest hike and just be with the plants and yeah. the bugs. And <laughs> Maybe not all the bugs, but. <laughs> what about you, Adam? I would say, so when I was a, between my junior and senior year of college, I got accepted into a program to study abroad in England. And mm. before I went a week ahead of time to backpack to a few spots in Europe, and I, I that's probably been one of my all-time favorite vacations because I was a small town midwest boy like exploring europe on my own which just felt so adult like i just Mm -hmm. felt like i was on i felt like i was invincible i look back at some of the things i did on that trip and i'm like 
what the hell was I thinking? And also, like, how was my mom not freaking out? I'm sure she was, but she wasn't vocalizing that. But, um, so yeah, I flew over to England. I could drop my bags off at the college because we could drop them off before. And then I had my big hiking backpack and I flew to Prague and then went to Munich um, and then went to school for a few weeks, took a weekend trip to Barcelona and then went mm-hmm. to Ireland. And honestly, I stayed in hostels the whole time. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. That is so mm-hmm. cool. So yeah. cool. Hostels are so much fun. I love them. Oh, you just meet the fun, funnest people in hostels. Like everyone wants to mm-hmm. talk. Everyone wants to hang out. Like everyone's just like chill. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's such a great environment. And like I love that. Like, when there's a community kitchen, like, everybody cooks together and, like, you share wine. It's just so cool. I love the community aspect. I've been trying to convince Daniel to stay in one, but he's like, absolutely not. I'm like, come on. You know, they <laughs> just try They it. do, like, since you guys are older and married, they do have, in hostels, they do have, like, you know, their separate rooms. rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of the ones I stayed in were multiple bunks with multiple strangers sleeping in the same room, but... Yeah. Did you ever do, well, I mean, it's different because you're a dude, but did you ever do co-ed rooms or all-boy rooms or I guess that'd be your only two options? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there was, there was not a mix. There was obviously a mix in the hostel, but my rooms were always, well, actually, no, because I was traveling with two girls, so we were all in the same room. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. there was one situation in Barcelona where I showed up to the hostel and it was, I'm going to tell the story, even though it's not going to be too long. But it's just a small room, and it had two bunk beds on the side. Like, so three walls were covered by bunk beds. So there was six beds in the room. And mm-hmm. there was three of us. And then there was a guy in the room, and he was there with his two friends, and they were American. Uh, and he was like, we haven't found our friend. We lost our one friend. And they were kind of freaking out about it. And this was like the age before cell phones would work in Europe, because you needed a special cell phone. Oh, yeah. That had a special oh. chip. And I was like, okay. And they were very lax about it so maybe it was this guy's mo to just like disappear and then reappear but uh so that was during the day we went out and had our fun in barcelona came home at night two of the guys were in the room sleeping but i was on one bunk on the bottom and like literally between us was maybe like two feet and then the other bunk which was Uh. empty and i was woke up at like three in the morning by the sound of a girl talking and giggling and i was like (laughs) Uh, so their friend had come back with a girl and all I could think about was my bag. No! Is, my bag was sitting next to my bed. I didn't put it in the locker because I was like, everyone's sleeping. And I was like, my bag's on the floor right there. She's like, my stuff's going to get stolen. And then they proceeded to fornicate multiple times. Oh my God. And I could not make myself fall asleep. I tried I so knew. hard and I was just like, please just fall asleep. Please just fall asleep. Oh, I heard no. everything. <laughs> I knew the story was going to go there. How did I know? Talk about traumatizing. Ooh. See, when you guys start talking about multiple beds in one room, I get very anxious and claustrophobic. Like, I don't think I could ever do that. Like, I just don't. Okay. It's, it's like, more fun when you're, like, bright-eyed, bushy-tail, early 20s okay. person. But, like, I stayed at a hostel in California... Like not long two ago. Years ago. Yeah, not long ago. Yeah. 
two years ago, and it sucked. It was horrible. I didn't even sleep. So I don't know if, like, my first experiences with hostels was, like, just because I was excited and in Europe, and it was fine. But, like... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it I, was, I really don't know. Maybe it was the that crazy movie from the '90s that just freaked me out. It was called Hostel. It was gross. It was just like a slasher I mean, murder film. I love you, but it was not from the '90s. It was like definitely like the 2010s. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I think it came out. Really? I think it came out a little bit after I was. I had stayed in hostels, and that was 2007. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, wow. Okay. Well, now I have to look this up because it's going to bother me. I will say I think Europe has a better, better, a better hostel environment than I don't know. I've only stayed in one hostel in the United States. That was in Chattanooga, which, by the way, I love Chattanooga. Chattanooga. But there's, mm-hmm. there's this hostel that was called like the Squirrel Something. I stayed there twice. I've stayed there twice actually. And I had a private room. Obviously, the showers mm-hmm. aren't private. The, well, the showers are private, but. Like, it's like, you it's know. shared. Yeah, shared showers and shared bathroom. But I had a, a door to the room I could close. Um, mm-hmm. And I loved it. It was a great experience. Okay, yeah. Hostel, the first one, because there's three of them, came out in 2005. So Oh, I was you're a little right. wrong. You, but you were closer than 90s. <laughs> wow, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> Goodness. That's crazy. I, I have a friend who had a similar hostile horror story, except she was on the top bunk, <gasps> and it was happening on the bottom bunk, and it was a group of people. It wasn't. <laughs> Those bunks? She said it was, like, shaking. <laughs> she's just at the top, like, oh, gosh. shaking, and she's like, when will it end? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the Stick hostels, like, really discourage that. <laughs> <laughs> Get this over. That'll end it. No, I I feel like the hostels, like, if they knew, would really discourage it. But, like, they're not going to, like, the people aren't, like, patrolling. So, but if I was in a top bunk at a hostel, I always ask for a top bunk because I felt like that was more private. Mm. But when I was in Paris, I was up on my top bunk. There was this other guy in his top bunk and he was just staring at me. And I was like, what? <laughs> we started talking and it was he was cool but I was like what the heck no. I don't know there's just like weird you just have to be open to like whatever yeah. well not you yeah you know we got yeah. you. Was, I I wasn't engaging in hostile <laughs> things she wasn't so so what about you Becca what's your favorite vacation I think well see okay romping around Europe was great Wait, does that make it sound like... Okay. Yeah, that did make it sound... <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> Delete. I'm, not, I'm not deleting it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I just meant to say trouncing around here, like flop, flopping around here. Oh my God, just please make it stop. <laughs> Your brain? What are we stopping? <laughs> running, running around Europe. Let's go with that. That's Listen, it was not a sexual experience for me i just need to say that anyway running around europe was really fun but i think like the best trip i've ever taken was iceland with daniel i feel like i've talked about it before like that's where we got engaged but also it was so cool because we camper van camper van camping like we did that around the whole island and we saw like a lot of stuff we didn't see everything but we saw quite a bit 
And it was just so fun because we both just love traveling so much. Like, Daniel's been everywhere. So it was nice to go somewhere where we both have never been. And it's just such a unique place. Like, I will never go somewhere like that ever again. Like, it was so unique and untouched. And, like, from a nerdy perspective, like, the Icelandic language is completely intact from its ancient language. Like, it has never changed. Um, Because, like, a lot of languages shift with the times. But Icelandic is still exactly how it was like thousands hundreds of thousands of years ago whenever whenever they first started speaking Icelandic so I just think that's so cool that the language has been preserved and it was just so beautiful but yeah that was definitely a high point yeah and you saw you you saw the northern lights too didn't you yeah we saw the northern lights yeah oh my gosh stunning you, you wanted weren't you guys trying to plan a trip there before the pandemic to go back where were we gonna go you had something planned i thought i've even forgotten oh we were gonna go to australia oh okay we're gonna go australia my best friend lives in australia and i just would love to see her she visited me in 2019 okay like in september so really lucky that she came at that time but um yeah australia is not gonna be open for a really long time i don't think which sucks, but I'm thinking like early 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm like holding, like <laughs> holding back from having kids until I can go see her, like low key. Aww. I'm like, I'm not. I don't want to have a kid until I go and visit her. So, yeah. So that's the timeline yeah. we're looking at for kids. That's pretty <laughs> much the timeline. Yep. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh yeah. man, vacations. Well, before we got on here, we were actually just chatting about how we are possibly going to be able to see each other in the flesh this summer. Mm -hmm. So it's been a long time since we've all three been together. I think, what did it make like a year in March? We've all been together. So yeah, because when we were together, the last time we were, (laughs) it was like, right when stores were completely out of toilet paper and masks weren't a thing yet and it was very new to the united states Mm -hmm. so it's it's just going to be really fun to be able to see you guys and i'm so excited about that but that'll be a little mini vacation in itself at least for me Mm -hmm. and adam because we're thinking about visiting becca so that'll be really exciting yes definitely we're gonna have so much fun we're gonna run around mid missouri and just Sounds really fun, doesn't it? <laughs> Eat lots of gooey butter cake and get all fat and sassy. I thought you were fat gonna say I thought you were gonna say run around your seven acres of land with Leo and Cooper because that's what I'm looking forward to doing. <laughs> that is something we will for sure be doing. Okay. And you will you'll eat the food from my garden and Perfect. um the fruit from my house plants. <laughs> Just kidding, there's no there's no fruit. <laughs> Before you get DMs. Um, yeah, before you get DMs. No, don't eat the fruit off of your houseplants. Um, <laughs> alrighty, so let's talk about some best practices for vacations when you're leaving, what to do with your plants. So what, okay, at what point would you guys hire a house sitter or a plant sitter? Like how many days vacation would you ask someone to come by? In the, I mean, in the past, I... Oh, 
anytime me and Jay are traveling together, we usually have a dog sitter here if we're not bringing our dogs. So, but there's been times where we haven't. So I gave my best friend my key and I was just like, listen, after like seven or eight days, I need you to go check on those plants. <laughs> so I would say mm-hmm. about a, about a week or so. Um, yeah. However, I feel like having plants in LECA, and this is something we could get into later in the episode, um, really helps in that department because I have gone to Arizona for 10 plus days and Jay hasn't had to do anything with my plants that were in LECA. So what about mm-hmm. you, Adam, if you guys I, travel? I would say anything over a week. I would maybe then consider mm-hmm. uh, trying to have someone come in or... I don't know. That's just like that. The whole organization of that kind of makes me anxious just thinking about because I've never had to do that. But I think if it was longer than a week, if it was like a 14 day vacation, I definitely mm-hmm. would have to have someone come in and just do a check. I, I It's the same threshold for me, like a week, if it's any longer than a week. And, but it also depends on the season. So mm-hmm. if it's in the summer or the fall, definitely a week. If it's in the winter time, I'd say like... 10 to 12 days mm-hmm. because the plants are using less and they need they need less care in the winter time but yeah for my honeymoon I left them in the summer for 10 days and I came back to a lot of really sad plants mm. I don't think anything oh actually I, I killed Fetonia but that was pretty much expected <sighs> so other than that I don't think that I really killed anything else there was just a lot that was like struggling on a 10 day trip in the summer yeah so that's a good point. Season does matter for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what area of the world you're in too. So maybe we can talk about some things we do before we go on vacation, because I know that there's definitely a checklist I have in my head before I go anywhere, regardless of whether or not somebody's going to be here or not. Mainly for the trust issue thing that Adam brought up, because it's like, if the person doesn't know plants, it's almost better to just leave them alone (laughs) in my Mm -hmm. in my opinion because I feel like I've had to tell our dog sitter a couple times like no like don't the the plant's fine don't water it every single day don't do that you know so yeah if people really don't know plants it's kind of like you know just don't touch them but what are some things that that you do like do you do you guys have a checklist in your head that you go off do you like try to water your plants right before you leave what do you do Mm -hmm. so i usually like think in my head a few weeks ahead of time like okay so i'll just wait a few extra days to water like xyz plants so that they'll need a big drink right before i leave you know so that their like drink time doesn't come in the middle of the trip so even if it means like i'm waiting like maybe if one or two extra days which, you know, the plant might not, like, love that, but it's always been fine. So I've done that before, and that's that's really the main thing is I just make sure that, oh, I'll also move plants out of the window sills to be, like, just a little bit further from the windows because then they're getting less, like, heated up from the sun, so they're going to be using less water. Mm-hmm. So I'll move them away from the windows and then, yeah, water, give them all a big drink if I can mm-hmm. right before my processes for watering plants are a lot like Becca's. My plants that are in soil, I always I always take my plants to a sink or a bathtub and I flood them every time I water them. Like it's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. no matter what, 
I don't walk around with a watering can and just give a little water to each plant. I always do the sink, bathtub, completely saturate once or twice, let it drain, put it back. Um, mm-hmm. So I tend to do that with all of my soil plants leading up to like the I'm usually like the day before I go. So I'm also like a last minute packer. So I'm usually like very stressed the day before vacation because I'm trying to do all my laundry and then pack Mm -hmm. and then water all my plants at the same time. Um, And I do the same thing with the LECA plants, too. I usually do a flush with all of them and then fill them with the nutrient solution. And then that those are usually obviously like seven, ten days. Those don't need touch. But the soil ones, they might need some help within that time frame, you know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like my checklist starts when Becca's does. Like you're kind of, I'm well, I'm kind of thinking it, thinking of it in a sense where like it's starting from the water prior to the water before I leave. So yeah. it's like you know holding off if I can and like saying like okay, how many days and figuring out like when I have to. I I really want to water my plants either the night before I leave or like that morning, depending on when I'm going out of town my soil plants and then this it's like a two or three day process for my leca plants because i'll do like a well the past two times i've gone out of town having plants in leca i think like 80 percent 85 percent of my collection is in leca now which is crazy but i'll go in and i'll like flush them and make sure that they have like fresh nutrient water and ever since i got my my two shelving units that I have most of my plants on, most of my plants are already grouped together. But before I had those shelves, I would try to group my plants together as much as possible, just because they plants do better when they're with other plants. Um, but you know what I've never done, and it's interesting that you brought it up, is move my plants away from the window. I never thought to mm-hmm. do that. I always thought like, oh, well, they're going to be better in the window because they're, you know, they want light. But you kind of want to like almost put them in a little bit of a dormancy like when you go out of town because you don't want them to use up all that water that they're just mm-hmm. getting so that's really smart yeah yeah and i definitely don't like put them out of the window and put them in like a dark corner i'll just right yeah i'll just like pull them away a little bit like instead of being in like the kitchen windowsill i'll just put them on the kitchen counter because mm-hmm. like those couple of inches it really does make a difference Mm-hmm. Um, because the sun is heating up the soil and making it dry out as well. In addition yep. to the plant using the water. So yep. it, yeah, I've, I found that it helps prolong things. And the last time I went out of town, like for plants that I had in LECA, it, I was surprised. Obviously all plants are different. It depends on the plant size. It de- depends on how thirsty your plant is. But a majority of the plants that I had in LECA all still had water left in the reservoir after me being gone for almost two weeks. So it really does benefit having plants in LECA if you're someone who travels a lot. Mm-hmm. It's something to definitely consider for sure for sure i remember i i read something somewhere or maybe it was in a podcast but this person said that if you like to travel a lot then houseplants probably aren't for you and that made me so mad mm. and i was like who are you to say that like there's so many solutions uh there's like hydro spikes there's asking someone to come watch your plants like there's so many options so you know if you are a person who's like ruled out plants in the past because of you you like traveling or whatever that's not i don't think that's a good reason to do that because 
you know, I love traveling. I try to go on as many trips as possible, and I've never, never had any issues. Right. Like, yeah. Just asking someone to come by or whatever. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. There, there are so many different products you could use to, if you can't or don't want to ask someone to come by, that can do, like, watering for you, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's kind of just like, it's a little bit ignorant to just rule a house. If houseplants bring you joy, you know what? Find a way because there are ways for you to care for them in your absence. Yeah. And if if you're someone who doesn't want to get into LECA or, you know, you've just always been a soil person and that's what you love, there's self-watering pots, you know, that you can Mm -hmm. use that work just as well as like using spikes or using other methods like to slowly slow release water to your plants or let them drink what they want when they when they need it yeah exactly exactly and yeah using those things even in your regular life can really prolong plant care and everything like that so Mm -hmm. yeah so okay so there's hydro spikes there's self-watering pots I mean, is there anything else that you can think of? I remember Summer Rain made a video or blog post about this. I think those are the two things that she uses. Mm -hmm. There was also something else I saw that was like a wall. Maybe it was Summer Rain, but she has that green wall in her bedroom. I'm not sure if she still has it, but she used it for a long time. And it had a self-watering system in it, I thought. Um, But there is something else that I think Amanda Ray Wright on Instagram may have talked about. I could be confusing her with somebody else, so I apologize. But it was kind of the same system where it it kind of looked like a water spike, but it had like a tube. Or maybe it was some rain. Shoot. I can't remember. But it was kind of the same concept where it was like a watering system. And there was a reservoir of water and the plants drank as much as they needed from those... There's two different kinds. There's water spikes that you can do that you can, like, put a bottle on. Yeah. And then there's water spikes that you can do that, like, go into a reservoir of a tube. and. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's wick watering. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. that's what I was going to mention. Yeah. Yeah. Wick watering. I mean, that's used a lot of the time with, like, LECA, but you can do it with soil, too. Just, like, wrap the soil ball in the cotton rope and then put the rope end in water. Yep. Yeah, so you have like a big jug of water and you could have ropes going to like multiple plants from that one jug that will, through capillary action, keep the plant watered while you're gone. Yeah, so lots of options. Um... Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at so what's the longest you've been away from your plants? Would it be your honeymoon that you took, Becca, the 10 days? Or have you ever gone longer? I have. I So I went on like a 14-day trip. Um, I went on a 14-day trip back home to Iowa, like Daniel's, Daniel's home in Iowa, and then came back for like two days and then left for 10, 10-ish days again so it was a long 
basically a really long time to be gone. Mm -hmm. But I had a roommate at the time who knew how to take care of plants. So I had someone there. Um, I still needed to do some watering when I got back, but she was pretty much there. But I have left my plants for a significant amount of time and had someone there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also with having a house sitter, like for your plants, maybe we should talk about that. Like how to find someone, like how to set that up and like what to payment and everything. Because I've run into like really unfortunate situation where, you know, I asked a friend to water my plants for me and after that went through a really hard time and just like wasn't getting back to her and all these things and it was really upsetting you know for her so you know there was lots more to it but that's pretty much what happened and so Mm -hmm. it would have been a lot easier if there was something worked out prior to all of this like okay here are the terms Mm -hmm. even if you are friends like here's how it's gonna go and xyz you know what i mean like set it up as if it is a more formal thing just because like you never know you never know what's gonna happen after your trip you might be really tired or whatever else Mm -hmm. so i would suggest this is my personal opinion from my own experience with this you know paying someone in plants i think is something if you want to do that but i think just paying someone with money is like a lot easier and if, mm-hmm. if you've worked it out to where you will pay with them in plants, whatever, but just from personal experience, I think it's just easier to be like, here's 50 bucks, yeah. come water my plants. You know what I mean? It's just a lot less messy and like you don't have to worry about like, oh, well, what's $50 worth of plants or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just way more cut and dry to be like, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You avoid like the awkward <laughs> the awkward situation to maybe pay them in advance because I know for me, like after I get back from a vacation, I don't really want to do life management for like a few days. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially so. if you're gone for, for a while or you're exhausted. You have work to get back to, you have life to get back to, and it's just mentally and physically draining coming back from a vacation. <laughs> this is very yeah. first world privileged problems, but you know what I mean? Well, I mean, um, in, in your partic- particular situation, it was like, you were planning a move, you were buying a house, you were doing oh, all yeah. these things that were just, like, huge. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really smart thing to do is just, like, work out... Like, work out the terms because... Mm-hmm. It's just, it's better for everyone involved. Yeah, transparency. Yeah. You know, maybe you can... Even if it is your best friend, just be like, listen, like, I'm going to give you 50 bucks if you can come on this day and just check your plants. And then also I think that you know, if it is going to be a friend, if that friend doesn't necessarily know plants, do you guys think that it's smart to leave (laughs) like a checklist, you know, like what plants Mm -hmm. may need to be watered or like how to water? Like what's, what's overstepping or what's too mansplaining when it comes to that? You know, like what, what's proper? (laughs) I think if possible, if the person doesn't know plants, like if possible, have them come over in advance so that you can show them a thirsty plant mm-hmm. and then show them how you water it. Yeah, that's a good and idea. And then hope, like fingers crossed they remember. But also what I've done like with Daniel in the past, because like he was home one time when I left, um, I just had him send me pictures. Yeah. 
like or we'd FaceTime real quick and then he'd like take me around to like look at everything and I'd be like, Oh, that one looks kinda thirsty, like can you look at that? Okay, go water it. So like I know on vacation you probably don't want to do that, depending on your trip type, but mm-hmm. I think have them come over in advance and show them if they don't do plants is probably the best best bet. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I I mentioned this before on the podcast, but Hilton Carter when I was starting my plant journey, he had, well, obviously he's like a pretty big person in the plant community and I'm sure he travels a lot before, you know, the panorama. And mm-hmm. he posted on his Instagram stories like this kind of like guide. Well, his own guide that he was using for his own plant uh, watcher. And he used those like tabs that are like the sign here arrows, but sometimes you can get them in multiple different colors, you know? Like the mm-hmm. little stickers. Yeah. And he had he had a piece and he had the sticker color and said like how much water to give the plants and then he put the stickers on the plants. So someone could just look at that guide and be like, Okay, well these plants need a half a cup of water. Because going back to how I water and how Becca waters uh, our soil plants, we flood them in the sink. But you don't have to do that. Like I'm gonna continue to do that when I'm home, but if someone was watching my plants I could just say, give this plant a fourth a cup of water or mm-hmm. a half a cup mm-hmm. of water to where it's easy for someone who doesn't know how to take care of plants to know right. like, okay, well, I can measure a half a cup of water and I know that this plant has this tag so it gets a half a cup of water on right. this date. And I just think that's so smart because it kind of takes the guesswork out of it because you're giving that water, that plant enough water to get through your vacation Maybe it's not right. necessarily how you water all the time, but at least it's not going to die. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something. It's better than having it go thirsty. Yeah. Oh, I have, if you're a member on my YouTube channel, I have a little checklist that I used um, one time when I had, maybe it was Daniel, watch my plants. Um, so if you're a member on my channel, you can access that through the member portal mm-hmm. on YouTube. And that's really fun and easy. Uh, maybe I'll make that available for this episode. Maybe we can have that be a downloadable link. Cool. We can do that um, so that everybody can use it. And um, if you like it, I put out stuff like that every month on my YouTube channel for my members. But yeah, I think... And okay, something cool that you can do is you can just make it a Google Doc or a Word Doc and just save it mm-hmm. and then print it out or send them, share your share with your friend the link so that that you always have this so you're not reinventing the wheel every single time i think that's really important because when you're going on a vacation you're not maybe your plants will not be at the forefront of your mind and you're like oh shit like i need to get someone to water water my plants or whatever so like finding someone to water your plants and then trying to figure out how to show them and everything is probably kind of stressful Mm -hmm. so well it's not probably it is stressful so have that document that is yours and then just edit whenever you feel like you need to edit it but just keep it on hand so i'm curious to know do you guys know any sites like you know how they have care.com for daycare or like nannies or like pet walking and stuff i wonder if there's any sites out there that actually make it easy to hire somebody just to come and water your plants i don't know of anything but you know you know rover right for the oh the yeah dogs. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like a plant option. I I don't know. Yeah, and I'm wondering if uh, there isn't. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool thing to start. Listen, that would be. You heard it here yeah. first, okay? Nobody steal that idea. 
We cannot. Uh, Nicole's making an app. What would we call it? Like rain on me? Make it rain? Make it rain. Rain. Rain on Okay, me. so there already is something out there, which you can use Thumbtack, which is funny because I used to use Thumbtack to get photography jobs when we first started photography. Like, oh man, when did, whenever Thumbtack came out, I think it was like maybe eight years ago or something like that. Um, but Thumbtack is pretty much a site that you can really hire any independent, like freelance person. Like, so photography, videography, uh, artists, anything like that. What's another site that does that? Why am I drawing a blank? Well, there's like Fiverr, Fiverr. and things like okay. that. Right. Uh, Upwork. But okay. those are like online. Right. Okay. So Thumbtack is a, and hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> I don't work with Thumbtack. We don't work with Thumbtack. But they, um, they're pretty much just a website where you can plug in your zip code and you can say what you're looking for. So you can select any service. And then depending on um, the job that you're requesting, so like plant waterer, you would get quotes. So you would get like three to five people, I think is the, I haven't used it in a long time, so I'm not sure what their, what their stuff is like now, but you'd get like three to five quotes from different professionals. And then you can pretty much just select that person to come and do it for you. And you can mm-hmm. pay through the site and everything. And it's, it's pretty convenient. It was convenient for photography. Now, it I googled it and it said plant waterers in your area. So, clearly it's already yeah. a thing. So, if you're going on vacation and you don't have any friends that you can trust <laughs> to come to your house, use thumbtack.com. Yeah. I have also, literally never heard of Thumbtack ever. Really? I haven't either. Yeah, we used to use it all the time. We used to use it to get like little like when we were building our portfolio. I think I got my no, I got my first wedding through Craigslist, actually. Remember Scary Craigslist? Ooh. Yeah, I got my first STI yeah. through Craigslist. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a complete joke. You did? No, it was a joke. Oh, I was like, huh? You okay. Uh, that's that site went south pretty uh quickly, but Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. So also another one I found is housesitter.com. Oh, okay. And there's there's a button you can click to do plants and okay they sometimes they set their daily rate so some of these people it's like well this is like house sitting but Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's different if you're just getting like your plants being watered once a day Mm -hmm. but like eighty dollars a day pay negotiable fifty five dollars a day and if you're getting somebody to come and water your plants you're probably only going to be gone for like what people usually leave for like 10 days to two weeks at the very most yeah you'd probably need someone to come like maybe once right or twice and it's Mm -hmm. it's also good to do something like that too because you know people might need to get have their mail checked like i'm sure they can bring your mail in so your mailbox isn't like overflowing or you know like if there's a storm while you're gone like check your basement if you have a basement check like windows and stuff like that you know Mm mm-hmm yeah. And you know what? Like, if you have, oh man, this is something I just realized. I'm like really excited about this because um, if I, well, I probably will need to hire a plant sitter at some point, but my sunroom has a door that locks it off from the rest of the house. So, like, something that I'm so paranoid about because, okay, no, I haven't done this, but I've thought to myself, like, while I was house sitting, like, I could literally look through all of their stuff. Yeah. I don't just you know i don't do that but i'm thinking to myself like they literally just like left their house as is 
And all they would ever do was, like, eat their food and, like, watch TV and, like, swim in their pool or whatever. (laughs) But, like, someone has full access to all your stuff. And I could literally just, like, lock the door to my actual house part and leave the sunroom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they would get the the key to go into the sunroom part and I could put all my plants in there. It would be hectic, but, you know. Mm Wow. Wow. That's great. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> that yeah, is that's awesome. what I was because oh, sorry. It's scary not I was just going to say it's scary not knowing anybody here and like trusting a random person to come into my house. Like even if I know them from Instagram or whatever, it's still like yeah. I don't know you. Anyway. Yeah, I was thinking wow. that too when you you brought up like that house sitter that app or whatever because I was like I just don't know how comfortable I would be just having like yeah. some somebody Stranger. I don't know. And maybe even somebody I do know, but there's just like free reign of my house and the yeah. you know, my nightstand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that nightstand. We have we've had a house sitter for literally over twenty years. My mom used to use her to watch our pets when we were little so she's and she like works with animals and she's she's really nice but we don't know her outside of that and like we still jay still he's very paranoid about stuff like that well plus because we have camera equipment and like you know Mm -hmm. like we have stuff so we would lock every bedroom door and except for the one of the kids rooms and just let her sleep in one of the kids like the our kids have like twin size beds they're not like little toddler beds or anything um and let (laughs) and let her sleep in there and then like obviously access to the bathroom and like the laundry room and stuff like that but we would lock every door because and we know her we've Mm -hmm. known her for 20 years and we've never had any issues but still it's like it's your entire life is in your house you know yeah Yeah. so you just so it's always important to have a safe always have a safe you know always matter who you are yeah it's true i guess becca fireproof safe with you yeah i'm sitting right next to mine um (laughs) Becca, with you saying that you could just like move all your plants into the one room, I think that's even a good idea to do if you're, if you have a house sitter or a friend coming over, just a group. Well, like the, with the tag situation, if you color code your color code your plants. By the way, I for the longest time thought it was color coat, and you can still see that I still use that. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's awesome. Just like you play it something. by year, I thought it was or play it by year. I always said play it by year because year was a time, and every time you use that phrase, <laughs> you were like trying to think of a span of time. Like, oh, you know, what time should we go? Oh, we'll just play it by year is what I thought. But <laughs> I'm just I'm outing myself. <laughs> I love that. That's so oh funny. Oh my god, I do that often. You know, if you color code your plants, grouping similar ones together or grouping all of them, like, you know, I know you, you're moving them from the spot that they would normally be in, but, mm-hmm. you know, a plant's not going to die. Oh, should I say that? A plant's not going to die in like a week or two weeks. I mean, they could. Some of them will. Well, if it's a fucking calathea, it will. <laughs> but like, usually not. And like, if it if it is going to die like that, like you probably would have expected it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's always, that's a that's a good thing to do to make it easier. I guess whatever you can do to ease the burden of your plant care is always good. Yeah. But, like, and then honestly, the... I should oh, just, ahead. like, figure out how to get myself on an app because I would take care of people's houseplants when they were gone uh, and make a little same. extra kashish. I know how to take care of plants. 
Same. I know. That's what I was just thinking. Like, side I'll have a little tool belt with hustle? my shears and my moisture meter and <laughs> Papa's here. Well, any one of us can go here. on to thumbtack.com right now or houseplant or I mean house sitter. House sitter.com. And sign up to be a worker bee. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to hey, take care of like, anything other than people's plants, though. I'm like, well, me neither. Me neither. So we'd be very specific to <laughs> we are houseplant waters. But yeah, like I always said that <laughs> one of the jobs I wanted or one of the side hustles I wanted, which I don't know if it's necessarily considered a side hustle, but I just want to work in a nursery and water plants all day. But I don't want to do anything else but like water plants and just, you know, do just mm-hmm. that. Like that would be so relaxing to me. Yeah. So, yeah, there's lots of options, right? When you're going out of town, yep. I think in the end of the day, we all have to just still remember that, listen, plants, it's just a plant, you know? Like, I understand maybe you may have a little bit more of expensive plants in your collection, and, you know, obviously I would be worried about them dying, but... To me, and this is strictly opinion, but I feel like a lot of people would agree, vacations and time spent away and creating those memories are so much more important. So I would not put off vacations just because you have house plants, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's important to get away. Mm-hmm. And also, pretty much every time I've left on a trip, I've one plant has died right. even when I had a house sitter like it just happens yeah. you know right. when you have people that even know plants like sometimes a plant just like chooses that moment <laughs> and that's fine that's that's totally fine it's gonna happen hopefully it's not one that you're like obsessed with but right. usually it's the plant that's already not doing well that will die so true. well true. what do you guys think because now I'm just like kind of thinking of different hacks you could use so for the the plants like a calathea or the ones that are just very needy do you think that mm-hmm. you could just water them deeply, put them in a clear, like, Tupperware, not Tupperware, but, you know, the big, like, package storing container, mm-hmm. put the mm-hmm. lid on, seal it, and then just, like, do you think, th- I think that that would p- prolong the time that you need between waterings because it's yeah. going to gain humidity in there. The plants are going to uh, respire or whatever, and then it'll stay pretty moist for a better word inside that box yeah no that's a really good idea because like my collection i've whittled down to mostly plants that can survive in the desert well Mm -hmm. survive in my environment inside that i have which is like a lot of hoya some philodendron but most of them like most of the ones that couldn't hang have have deceased but (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know if i had a couple of those select beauties that are very needy I think that would be a good option to try if you don't have the option to have someone come take care of your plants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as it's still getting light, like, you know, just put it on the floor with the lid on top. so There's no light exposure, like, you know, clear bin Mm -hmm. getting light exposure. I think that'd be that's genius. Yeah. Try it. (laughs) It actually really is. If you can find something like deep enough, you know, that'll that will fit your plant. I think that that's brilliant because like you said, I mean, that would probably double the time in which it would need to be watered because it's going to stay super humid in there, you yeah. know? I mean, I'm just thinking about my grow boxes now that I have plants in spag and, and some clear container grow boxes. And 
I mean, I may sprinkle some water in there like once a month. Mm-hmm. So it's that's definitely a great idea. And I never thought of that. And <laughs> you just solve some people's problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I just punched myself in the you face did. trying to do a hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think that there's Alrighty. anything else? I think that just about covered. I mean, we covered quite a bit there. We did. I think that's good. Should we jump into our question segment? Of I mean, the week? who's leading this episode, Nicole or Becca? Because I thought I it was Becca. Really, I am really. I apologize. <laughs> mm. It's me for everyone who's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do the questions. First question is from Maggie, and she says, first, love the podcast." Thank you, Maggie. Love you. Thank you, Maggie. And then she said her question is, y'all talk about Super Thrive frequently. How often do you use it and how much do you use? I always freak out because the instructions say literally one drop, but I get more than that. (laughs) Maggie. Okay. Adam, do you want to take this one or? Yeah, I feel like I'm probably the one that talks about Super Thrive all the time. Yeah. Um. So I mix my Super Thrive in a gallon jug. So for a gallon, it's about two milliliters for a gallon. It is a very small amount. I don't, I just follow the instructions on the bottle. So I mix a gallon of Super Thrive water and I feed that to all of my plants all year round. Um, Again, it's not a fertilizer substitute. It's vitamins, it's micronutrients that your plants will love. But I it's every watering i give it to them you can't burn a plant with super thrive because again it's not a fertilizer it's micronutrients and vitamins um so i give it to them year round every watering and i just follow the mix usage on the bottle so for me i use a gallon jug two milliliters in in the the gallon and that's that's what i use um but yeah that's it it's great and it's wonderful for propagating too because super thrive is also like a rooting hormone uh so it does it does make those roots go out quickly next question is from our dear friend steve yeah i've killed that on instagram he says does sun stressing a plant succulents and hoya in particular or underwatering them make it a stronger plant it's a really good question Mm. A question I don't have an answer to. I don't really know. I I would say sun stressing. Well, sun stressing to a degree probably would get it used to more light because the the plant will adapt. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the sun stress in itself is like an adaptation that it's made to protect itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it necessarily makes it stronger or if the plant is just adapting and like changing. Yeah. And being able to tolerate more light. Mm, that's a good question, Steve. You always got the good ones. He does, man. What was the last part of that? Does it make it stronger? Does it make the plant stronger, but also underwatering? Does underwatering your plants make them stronger? I think no on that one. Yeah, because <laughs> I've underwatered plants before and they did. So yeah yeah some plants will their roots will start to die back so then you can be more prone to root rot when you do water them mm-hmm. if you're underwatering mm-hmm. them as far as the sun stress goes I, I agree with becca like the sun stressing is coming about because the anthocyanins in your plant are presenting as like a different color 
and those cells are protecting the plant from being burned. So it's like, it's in essence like a sunscreen for your succulents and your Hoyas. And it mostly presents itself in red and pinkish hues to try Mm -hmm. to like protect that plant's uh, chlorophyll from being burned. Uh, But I don't necessarily know if it makes it stronger. I think, you know, it makes it, I guess more, I guess so maybe it would be stronger because it makes it more tolerant to brighter light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yes on the first part, no on the second part. Yeah. I don't think. Um, In our opinion. Yeah. I don't think underwatering. Good question, Steve. Yeah. But you know what'll make your plant stronger? Just give it a little shake every day. Just shake it. <laughs> shake it. Shake that stem. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. A lot of people ask me on Instagram. They're like, "What is your secret to your Hoyas?" Like constantly. Like they're like you're always blooming. <laughs> And I'm not, Your this is not, it's not even, this isn't even a brag, <laughs> but I usually reply like, oh, I water them with my depression tears because I think that's funny, but also true. <laughs> <laughs> also true. But no, I really think that uh, a lot of my Hoya are flowering because I am so bad at caring for like, I'm not bad at caring for them. I let them go way too long without water. So I think it's mm-hmm. all of their last ditch effort to be like, we need to stay alive. So they flower so they can like, <laughs> so it's like their like last minute, like, Help us! And then they put out a flower so they yeah. can germinate and like create a new plant. I truly think so, that that's it. Stressed so maybe the underwater does yeah. make them stronger. Well, not I was going to say prettier. So underwatering makes them power. <laughs> you get some benefits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because the plant is like stressed AF. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna die. We need to figure out how we're gonna stay alive. We must procreate somehow. now. <laughs> Yeah. Drop your seeds. <laughs> <laughs> was this the one where I made the bank account joke, or was that last episode? That was last episode. Last episode. Okay. Okay. Make a deposit. <laughs> make a deposit into my bank account. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, I think that that will wrap up the episode. So thank you very much for submitting those questions. If you want to ask us some questions for us to answer on the show. We might feature your question, so email us at. I was about to say the email address of my favorite podcast, <laughs> not ours. <laughs> like, I was about to say the wrong name. Um, email us at pottedtogetherpodcast at gmail and you might hear your question answered on air. So we prefer emails; it's just easier to keep track um, because DMs are for fun stuff like compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, she's not. Just Send all the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, we really appreciate you guys being here. And go over to our YouTube channel and check out our latest collab. We had a lot of fun filming that video, didn't we, guys? It was so, so much, much fun. fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. We haven't filmed it yet, but it will be up by the time that you're hearing this. So <laughs> we know that you guys love our collabs. We love our collabs. So go over, go over and enjoy that. And... One last plug, if you're not following us individually on Instagram, please do so on Instagram and on YouTube. We got Not Dude, we got My Clean Leaves, and we got Dela Plants. So, again, thank you very much for your support of our show. We love you very much, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.